People with incontinence or issues with UTIs, coffee may pose barriers to relief. Yep. For UTIs? Yeah, caffeine can irritate the bladder. Did not know that. Yep. Does make you pee. I do know that. But it can irritate mm. the bladder if you're... Mushroom coffee is having a moment. We all know that. You know, I mean, right? I feel like mushroom coffee had a moment like two years ago. It did for coffee people, but now it is for regular people. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're on. We're on. We're live. We're live already. Yeah, I mean, we, we oh. can cut, cut in. I'm just ripping through these Sprudge articles and seeing if there's any new information here. Uh, co- there's another coffee design article. Uh, Serve coffee to the dead in Necro Barista Final what uh, the f- what you say serving coffee to the dead See, i'm gonna read this later <laughs> here it looks like it's an anime it looks like an anime i'll read that later that yeah it looks like a uh comic or something oh it's a video game what i, I think yeah oh, when i when i play sense. a video game on the precedent that coffee will be involved i look for these things mm. huh Anyway. Yeah, it's interesting. You can go onto a website like Sprudge and you can look for coffee info, like coffee knowledge. Yeah. Or you can look for cultural shifts, you know, as we're like <sighs> progressing as a culture. I feel like most sources of information, if you're looking for actual knowledge at this point, you have to do some digging. Yeah. Like there's work involved. Yes. But that and that's its own reward, right? Isn't that what we've always been taught is that like knowledge is its own reward and the work th- to get there is, you know, that also is itself its own knowledge base because then you learn how to find those things easier, you yeah, know? Yeah, you can't be told everything verbatim just Yeah, don't just be Here's a the answer. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think I think cognitively it doesn't work that way either. I think the process of exploring information yeah. and navigating biases mm-hmm. and kind of like taking in multiple sources and figuring out, you know, sort of either a middle ground or how you, how what you're learning interacts with your like lived experience and your own like kind of concept of reality. That is the process of learning. It's not just being spoon fed information or drinking info from a fire hose. Yeah. No, definitely. You don't know. So I think it even <clears throat> so a better question, although I think I like this concept of just like, yeah, let's pull up Sprudge and just like see what's good and then chit chat about it. I also want to know you're in uh, I mean, the well, coffee. Uh, industry. Hold on. Look at <laughs> let me. Oh, get create the proper analogy here. OK, because I've been. More, yeah. Since since you have last been speaking, I've been more crafting this analogy than listening to you. That's OK. All right. Um. The California Highway Patrol didn't get better at patrolling the highways by just looking up the news headlines in the daily paper, although that might be in the first scene of many a Chips episode. John Baker and Ponch (laughs) got better by patrolling the highways, man. You got to get out there and you got to do the work. (laughs) I'm talking about Chips, baby. Talking about (laughs) Chips. Wow. I needed that, I think. Good. What a, I'm glad. what a throwback. <laughs> I love chips. When was your first chips bit? Oh, God. Oh, you're a little loud. Hold on. Last spring. This spring? What was it this? On your, on your cord? Uh, Are you a one or a one. two? You're one. I'm one. Dude, last spring, I think. Or last summer? Was it last summer that I started talking about chips? 
Uh, that's that's what I I'm trying to figure like out. I did for like eight episodes, and then I'm bringing it back. That's you got to bring it back every now and then. I, I mean, love, come on, Eric yeah. Bana. He's just he is a national <laughs> treasure. That man. No, it's a good analogy. Have you watched it yet? Chips? Have you watched an episode of Chips yet? No, no oh, we can't watch one. an episode sometimes. Where can I find it? Uh, I, I'll send it to you. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah, so you can watch it. There's a really good one with like a runaway truck. Uh, there, here's, the, it, here's the thing, because I actually have watched it, right? I'm not just doing it as a bit. Like I've actually seen the show. There's there's a like, there's a, a wonderful bit of lower stakes pressure that's happening on that show because like sometimes they're just like working out a very simple problem Mm -hmm. um they're not like it's not always like they're busting a drug cartel like that show existed in an era where like you could have a dude who's like brakes weren't working on his mac truck and he might hit a barrier or barricade and crash the truck probably wouldn't die but they didn't want it to happen so like you gotta figure out how to slow the truck down you know like but it wasn't like literally life or death you know mm. like and that that could be a whole episode was like that and then also in their lives they were learning to like maybe pump the brakes on relationships like you know like <laughs> so there was like the a plot and the b plot but it was like you leave it not like there's no high level of stress or tension and you're just like oh i hope they figure that shit out on both ends like mm. there's something to be shot. said about that you know because every every part of our lives is so kind of high stakes it yeah. feels like and all the tv shows are yeah. high stakes and everything is life or death and and there's a thrill to that but it's exhausting i think yeah. there's there's probably something a little bit refreshing to the soul about just two california highway police just mm-hmm. trying to make you know trying to make it in life and make people's lives a little bit better and yeah. learn something along the way someone was talking to me about animal crossing the other day oh, and i yeah. was like i was like that's got to be nice to like have your little island yeah you know yeah and like you get, you get, like get to nice pick soft who music com- yeah you get to pick who comes to it and like you're just like planting trees and just trying to make it look better like it's mm-hmm. just, just a big like public works hooray for yeah. for you <laughs> and your little animal people and that's gonna be nice yeah you know that's the same reason people build model train sets like there's like yep there's it's a simplicity own, yeah. to it it's its own form of meditation yeah yeah what are you doing for meditation these days meditating Oh, head literally space. meditating. Literally yeah. head. Uh, literally meditating. Um, yeah, headspace is really great. That's cool. And I again can always be better at it. Actually, personally, mm-hmm. real talk. We're looking at our meds. Uh, meditation, not great. Oh, really? Like once a week, maybe. Yeah, give me give me the Matt Pfeiffer meds rundown right now. What do, what are we doing? Let's do an inventory. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> meditation. Once a week, not enough. Okay. Need more. Exercise. Once a week, not enough. Okay. Need more. And especially now that it's getting cold, I'm not running outside, so I've got to find some indoor work. So that's that's exercise. Diet. Not you're great. shaking your head. Yeah, not <laughs> you're, great. You're <laughs> so be I, I I am. It's funny. I think sleep. Sleep's okay. Seven or eight hours. Yeah. Wow. I'm always good at sleep though. And I, in fact, when I'm, when I'm in this, you got a C minus from yourself today. Yeah. I'm that. not doing a hundred, I'm not doing <laughs> as great as I've always been. Oh no. Yeah. And the problem is it's, it's, it is oh, like man. many things in life, yeah. a feedback loop. So yeah. because I'm not meditating or exercising enough, 
my diet is worse because I'm using food as like a coping mechanism because I'm oh, not no. feeling super good. Uh, and then like it's affecting my sleep and like my quality of sleep is <sighs> probably not great. So I mean, I've just got to like hit the ground running, no pun intended. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, not not super stoked to go to work every day. It's, it's yeah, not to, not to put a bummer on this here podcast. No. But meds. You needed not great. this outlet today. Yeah. Yeah, you needed this. Uh, I'm listening intently. I uh, wanna, I want to know. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. started therapy again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's a pro that's a that's a pro. Dude, that's what's up. Yeah. How's therapy? Uh good. Yeah. I only it's, it's, I've only had one session so far. That's the cool. guy's pretty cool. I'm using BetterHelp, not a sponsor. Um No, but that's cool. Oh wait, wait, wait. That's the that's the service that's getting advertised a lot right now. So yeah. uh, how how was that process? What what was that like the, finding a therapist on BetterHelp? Was it relatively easy? Like yes, yeah, yeah. Do they I, match you with someone? Is it like Tinder you. for therapists? Yeah, kind of. Really? Yeah, yeah. They have Do you, you like swipe. There's no swiping. Oh, okay. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't know. You, well, you like you like fill out a bunch of questionnaires and you like you you check off things that that you want to focus on. Yeah, what, you know whatever kind of your issues are. And okay, things that are, that matter to you and um and then. They basically say we. Do they recommend find, a few or they? They say we'll find you somebody within twenty four to forty eight hours or Whoa. something like that. And then when they find you somebody, they send you their whole profile, uh, which is kind of like a dating profile, but for therapists, but right? Whatever, so it's yeah. like their education, it's their background, their experience, right? Yeah. And you can decide if that seems right for you. And then so I had my first. I had my first meeting with my therapist, Elmer. Okay. Uh, and he's really cool. Yeah. Really nice. Re- listened, listened great. Has, you know, uh, it again, it's been so many years since I did therapy. It was strange for me to just talk mm-hmm. and have him just be like, like not, an- you know what I mean? Like kind of silent. Listen. He, he asks leading questions and then like gives me space between my thoughts. Yeah. Which is weird for me because when I'm talking to any person, even if it's like you or anybody else, even if I am like having a heart to heart, giving them, you know, kind of like opening up to them, any person just generally, I think because of like the world that we live in starts to lose focus very fast. And so I always feel this, this urge to like, right, wrap it up, wrap it up. Cause I take a long time to get thoughts out. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I think a lot. I'm so it was weird for me to like, pause think and have him not say anything and just like wait for me so that was really cool but anyways i liked him the option though is that after you have that kind of first session you can decide like ah, this therapist isn't for me and you can just click like find me a new therapist and there's no like you don't have to break it to the therapist or anything they just find a new therapist oh that's got to be the really nice part of that yeah Yeah. and you have some people who maybe have like anxiety and stuff it might be hard for them to then go through the process of finding another therapist exactly whoa Cool. And, and so it's based on, I think, however much you pay for the subscription, you can set like, uh, I think as many in-person appointments as you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do once a week, so I've only had one. My next will be on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can text them whenever you want. Yeah. And you can either decide to do like a face to FaceTime call or a regular call for the meetings. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. I did a FaceTime call and it was cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Felt good after it, but yeah, I've got a lot to work on. It's just, it's just been kind of hard for me, so I'm I'm excited yeah. to kind of see where this goes. And that was a good meds <sighs> check in. Like yeah. yeah, talk talk to me about you. You seem you seem really well. 
and Dude, that's that's okay by I'm the way good yeah i'm real good that's great yeah meditation for me actively happening while i'm warming up at the gym mm. i got five minutes on the row machine by myself every morning also i know that i got on this kick like earlier this year like what was like february march right i'm not on social media for like the first couple hours i'm awake mm, that's so important. every day Mm-hmm. And the biggest takeaway from that is this isn't a knock on social media. This is me lifting up the idea of like having silence in the morning because I get up and nobody else is awake. Yeah, I'm up early, like, f- you know, 445, five o'clock. Yeah. The first people I interact with are Dalton and Jason because yeah. they're, those are my gym buddies right now. We all go to the gym at the same time four days a week mm-hmm. right and and i text them and they get a morning with an exclamation point and then they text back to let me know that they're awake so that we can begin our ritual of getting into the gym and like engaging in the e part of our meds together mm-hmm. right which is good it's community it's yeah. nice we actually have a really good community of people who go to the gym early in the morning we're all super friendly with each other we're waving we're saying hi there's like a trainer who comes in with her trainee and um another group of three dudes who are working mm-hmm. out and they're like more power lifter types and we're just doing like general fitness and strength and conditioning. Um, But like we all get to know each other. There's another dude who shows up with his dog there in the morning, which is nice, you know? Mm -hmm. So like we've got that nice community, but I'm like quiet because I have nothing to interact with in the morning other than that text message that I send out just to be responsible, just to like keep up with my friend's buddy system, you know, like, Mm -hmm. hey, wake up, time to get going. Yeah. Um, and then we get there and they go onto the bikes and I go on to the row machine cause I want to row. I want to mm-hmm. get that full body, like, um, a little bit of endurance. I'd row about a thousand meters, you know, whatever. Like I just try to get in what I can, but I do five minutes every okay. time, no matter what. It's always five set five minutes, however fast or slow I'm doing it. And like, while I'm doing that, because rowing is such a, after you've done it well for a long time, it's such a monotonous thing that like you can think mm-hmm. you know so my meditations happen in there i'm thinking about like how am i feeling how's the day going what's my body like i'm really in tune with my body you're like, checking in yeah i'm checking in with myself and saying all right cool am i good to do what i have planned for us today in the gym am i good to do everything else that i have planned today what else am i doing when i get out of here you mm-hmm. know but in a calm non-rushed non-stressed state and then we do our workout mm-hmm. and then i go about my day and the rest of my day happens and because i got my workout in i can do more stuff later if i want to Mm. you know physically speaking and often i do yep um eating really well taking really good care of myself you know me i can do the same thing every day yeah and tons of veggies like Yeah. (laughs) yeah like not even i don't even think about it but you know like when now that i'm sitting down thinking about it lots of veggies how, do, how does one incorporate more veggies into their diet? Just eat them. That's it. Like, it's, there's no complex way. Like, I think a lot of people overthink their diet. Um, and that's an unhealthy, conditioned relationship that we in our culture have because we were raised by parents who were raised by parents who, like, like the supermarket in the way that it functions now was introduced in like the 50s, 60s, 70s, but grew into the thing that it is with like all of these prepackaged foods and things like that. And they made life easier. They made it easier for everybody to get places faster. So it was like a good thing in that realm. 
But because of that, we got away from like eating just like, dude, I'll eat just like a handful of raw carrots. And people are like, that's crazy. How can you just eat carrots? And it's like, well, they're good for me. I'm hungry. They don't taste bad. Yeah. I'm eating them now. Right. And like, that's what I want. Or like a handful of granola. And people are yeah. like, how could you just eat a handful of granola? And it's good for me. I'm hungry right now. I want it. You know, I'm, I'm hydrated. Yeah. So I'm just going to eat the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but really like just go and prioritize. I would say the best way to get more is to prioritize your shopping in that realm of the grocery store. Yeah. Like when you go there, Spend a little extra time in produce. Mm-hmm. Really think about what you want to like cook or make. And a lot of people get into like meal prep and stuff like that. You can meal prep a high protein, high like energy diet with mostly veggies. Right. And then put in some meat if you want to. I mean, I do every now and then because like, why not? But um, mostly just veggies, man. Ton of tofu. Tofu. Real good. I've love never tofu. had tofu in my entire life. I love tofu. Yeah. Tofu's good. It takes on the taste of whatever you're cooking it with, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got harissa. I've got tofu. I mix them up. I make tofu scramble with, like, bell peppers and onions and stuff in it in oh, the morning. Yeah. I put it on toast, you know, and then I just eat that. Like, toast is, like, the thing. I, I, I mean, lucky for me, I've got Rock Hill Bakery, like, right behind me oh yeah you know so i can just walk over there and get sliced fresh made sourdough bread whenever i want it yeah yeah i'm lucky i i love carbohydrates right i I love bread i love um i just love bread yeah and that's not a bad thing you know yeah now incorporating again yeah the idea of incorporating veggies as opposed to just eating veggies yeah is an interesting concept because yeah I, I i think it is strange that we that we look at somebody eating be- veggies on their own as being as like strange. a weird thing yeah <laughs> but i guess as somebody who you know loves <laughs> like loves junk food and and um has to consciously incorporate veggies into his diet i can't even think of more than a few vegetables that I would just like eat on my own. Like I'm thinking like carrots for sure. I love, I can just chomp down on a carrot. Yeah. Um, maybe bell peppers, like slice up some bell peppers, but like, I don't know what else I would, unless it's a salad that I'm like mixing together. Cucumber, cucumber. Yeah. Cherry tomato. Okay. Um, honestly, I don't recommend it for everybody. This is like really extreme, but you can eat mushrooms by themselves. Like yep. the mushrooms that you buy in a grocery store, just rinse them off. Like you can literally just eat those. Mm. Um, you were right on bell pepper. Um, a lot of them, like once you get into the heart of your veggies do need cooking, yeah. right? Like you're not going to eat yucca or like, uh, or like taro root or parsnips raw or anything like I mean some people might eat parsnips raw I wouldn't recommend it cooking them does help especially with digestion which is super important but like if you're someone who meal preps I I would say load up on veggies get like a small amount of meat if you feel like you still need it and then go from there like obviously there's a lot more specifics I could get into but that would be a whole podcast episode of yeah just we explaining just do diet. an episode about veggies yeah i mean one thing that's or really good that a lot of people don't think about is like if you take an avocado and just smash it up and throw like your chopped like bell pepper and like some grated carrot and other things into it you've essentially made something that's healthy and like 
you can spread that on toast and you don't have to pay 15 bucks for it and you have like a healthier alternative to avocado toast right there and it, and and it covers all, covers all your no and it covers all your bases yeah. in terms of like nutrition yeah. and calories and those avocados are high in sodium they're not high in sugar so like you can just sprinkle a little bit of salt on top of it and you already are eating a lower sodium diet than most people because prepared foods one of the things that helps keep things for a long period of time is salt right like salt salt packing in order to preserve food is not an a new thing yeah you know and so high sodium foods are something that people consume on a regular basis now most people wouldn't think to bite into a raw cucumber because there's not salt or sugar to it like you're literally just eating cucumber i do love cucumber yeah raw for sure but if you're eating raw veggies regularly and you're training your brain you're to say oh yeah we eat that sometimes mm. like your reaction to it at first if you're someone who's coming off of eating prepared foods all the time mm -hmm. it's going to be a little averse but you get used to it like you can train yourself to eat yeah. them as long as you're not allergic to them and it's good for you. I mean, it's the same yeah. thing as taking a cold shower. Like Ugh. most people don't want to do it. They don't want to think about it. It's uncomfortable. But after you've done it for a while, which is, you know, it's another thing that I do. But I like, used to do it, yeah. Yeah, after you've done it for a while, it's actually really nice. It's really refreshing. Well, like, it's refreshing and it's uh, invigorating. You yeah, wake I up step and like, out of the shower or, yeah. after a cold shower, even in the middle of winter. And I'm like, all right, this is good, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, and then uh, let's finish the wrap up real quick. Uh, my sleep is good. Your sleep I, is yeah, good, dude. I go to. Sleep You're notoriously like, not a great sleeper. I remember. I know, but I go to sleep at like ten now. That's great because I'm tired. Because you know, I'm I'm fulfilled in my job. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm working with stacks. I love love working with Ron. We've had a lot of really like good victories. Anything that seems like an obstacle is something that gets tackled as a team. There's mm -hmm. a lot of just like there's a lot of really good stuff there. And that, that combined with like early morning gym routines, prioritizing the other things that I have to do in my day, and then finding a little bit of me time at the end of the day, even if it's just like 10 minutes, 20 minutes to read a little bit, I've found even just that 10 to 20 minutes at the end of the day, like just finding it somewhere, not thinking that I have to do something mm -hmm. or that like something else is required of me, like actually going, you know what, let's take everything that we got done today, make it a positive, let's find 10 minutes. You know, and sometimes that 10 minutes of me time is me giving myself to other people, you know, like Brandy and the kids. Like I will, I'll take that 10 to 20 minutes might be me explaining a video game to Mason or mm -hmm. like, you know, watching an, like a show with Chloe or Caden, you know, and just kind of hanging out. Brandy's amazing, by the way. Oh, she's great. I, I've yeah, never met her before. For dinner. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I quick. Yeah, so I mean, quick aside there, <clears throat> I I don't even think I knew what Brandy looked like. I and, and so it was just interesting to walk in, and she was like, she's like, hi Matt, you know, and I, <laughs> I'm Brandy, and I was like, oh hey, and yep. I mean, yeah, she's just so personable, so intelligent, yep. so knowledgeable, and you know, obviously wine and food that that's her thing. Yep. Um, she was she she took such good care of us. It was really funny because um she came over and she was like is it okay if I bring over a couple of apps for you guys? It's on me. I, you know, I just wanted to basically have, I want you guys to have a good time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, my wife who is the pickiest eater <laughs> in the world. And so yeah. in her head, she's like, uh Oh, like I hope it's something that I'll eat. And, and she brings out, uh, 
uh, let me guess carpaccio carpaccio of course of yep course. and which is classic love it yep i love carpaccio yep. beef carpaccio so had a little bit of that kenzie not raw, into it. raw beef i don't think so not doing it uh <laughs> and then she brings out the octopus was it red or black was it cocho nero black i think okay yeah kind Coach of spicy with the, squid eye, with, the, with the squid ink in it no 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 okay no, so no. it was red yes okay, okay. Right. yeah and tentacles right on the arm oh, and everything dude. hell yeah fried up it's a little spicy oh yeah meaty like mm-hmm. what well, i expected it i've never had octopus octopus yeah like that yeah i've had uh i've had you know calamari mm-hmm. and so i expected fishy gamey okay. maybe a little you know rubbery like calamari might be mm-hmm. this was like turkey yeah it's good. in it's in its consistency and yeah. it yeah it was so good octopus is good man but of course kenzie was you. like i'm so sorry but like she's like i can't i can't <laughs> she almost she was thinking about maybe trying the tiniest piece of the octopus but she'll get there someday maybe I mean, yeah yeah and if she doesn't like whatever that's it's for not her, for her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fine that's but cool, we had a great right? time that's good and i was like brandy yeah we all we all gotta hang out she's great yeah we do uh also let's give her another uh, bit of props she went out of the way to find a better grinder for coffee for us i did week. see that the the bali or whatever like matt matt loikono called it the slytherin that's what it is man. it's a slytherin <laughs> grinder i'll probably put a sticker on it now um, but yeah, she went out of her way to find that grinder and I just seasoned it this morning and got it going. Cause you guys, have been good. Jam- you guys have been jamming with a blade grinder up until now. No, mm-hmm. okay, no well- I pre-grind a lot of the coffee that I do for Chemex. Oh, so yeah. you would like go to a, to a coffee shop that's yeah. got, you know, a well, Spectre became crew so I can ask them to grind, you know? And, uh, yeah. So a lot of my stuff I would pre-grind and I would have mm. like pre-ground for like the next day or so. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I didn't have a grinder at home. She just had a blade grinder. Right. <laughs> so I was just like, right. every now and then I was just like, all right, sorry to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go. Um, Did you shake it too? Uh, like with yeah. The, the blade, yeah, like the, the blade grinder, like James Hoffman will say, if you if you have to grind, thump, thump, thump. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to shake, shake it, it around so you get everything up together. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And what do you th- I mean, did you, thoughts on it? Um, did it grind, did it brew okay? Oh, yeah. No, infinitely like convenient the thing that i was worried about was if it would be loud yeah and it wasn't oh dude it was good i had so i my first grinder my first burr grinder Mm -hmm. was one that looked like very much like your same hopper same um same grinds bin look very very similar and it was the loudest thing it had this wine Mm -hmm. this plasticky metally wine yeah oh so gross yeah. I, you know it made okay coffee you remember that because i actually brought that grinder to crew so that we could do the the james hoffman oh, yeah. world's the world largest, largest cupping. cupping and you were like i was like grinding it and you were looking at the grinds like i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go grind everything through the mouth cone yeah. <laughs> and i was like yeah, yeah you should do that yeah. that's good though so it, it brewed okay yeah that's great no it was good i made a nice chemex this morning Still on that Chemex grind. Do you grind coarser for Chemex still, or or you're medium coarse? Okay, yeah, medium coarse. It's surprising as a pour over coffee, as a pour over brewer, you expect it to be finer, but I find it like it gets choked because the the papers are so thick. Well, not just that. Um, when you're pouring the water over it, if you're going medium coarse, you're allowing gravity to do a little more of its work. Now, of course, there's like you're actually 
you know, when you're doing your brew, you want to be like agitating, rotating. That's why a lot of people switch over to V60 and things like that. Yep. Um, but ultimately, yeah, don't go finer because it'll bind yeah. more. And especially, God forbid, something happens and you miss three seconds of your recipe. You know, then <laughs> all of a sudden you come back and it's just cemented. Right? Yeah. Which yep. happens. And then you're you're basically pouring hot water over a coffee that might not be getting fully saturated or, well, not saturated, but fully um, extracted? extracted. Yeah. Yep. So what else is going on in the coffee world? I have been like wholly absent from coffee because I've been like in my own little bubble. But you're working in coffee full time. Yeah. Uh, big news was, you know, Alika um, Lifty got uh, second place for the US in the uh, World Brewer Cup. No that shit. Was cool. Yeah. That's cr- um, I had no idea that was even going on. That's how like yeah. removed I am. Well, and then we were talking about the um, the uigenoids or eugenoides. If somebody knows how to say that, maybe DM us with some phonetics. I haven't read it enough times. Like every time I read it, I'm sounding it out three times. But I think it's eugenoides. Yeah, eugenoides. Let's go with that. Uh, the three top brewers had that. That was a really cool breakdown. That chart of that w- like who was brewing what for like top level coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think I think one cool thing that's kind of happening in the specialty coffee space, at least locally, I've noticed, is uh, the people who are interested in coffee are kind of like coming around to the notion that there's like there's like a daily coffee that's a little more simple. Um, mm. you know, it's got like a relatively more standard flavor as opposed like, uh, for your palate, rather. maybe a little more medium roasted too. Yeah, you know? a lot of people are kind of like, they're coming back around and not thinking that every coffee has to taste like tea, you know? Yeah. Like, so I've had a lot of conversations about like, what's your daily drink? And then what's your, what are you buying special? You know? And like, yeah. I think that's a good space for coffee to be in feels like, more approachable for, at, at least from my perspective i could be wrong but like i feel mm. like yeah that's a good space for coffee because then you're introducing to pe- people to coffee with your day-to-day mm-hmm. and then you kind of got like your special stuff it's the way that people treat wine you know like you've got your day-to-day wine that your friends come over and you drink that with them and then you've got your nice wine that's for you and your loved one or you and whoever and you're like oh yeah hey well let's Let's have this today. Let's open the special Even if it's wine. just for you, like, yeah, you've got your special stuff. And a lot of guys, even in our whiskey club, when we were in that, like, a couple years ago, like, there's the there's the whiskeys that they share and the whiskeys that you don't, you know? Yeah. I forgot about the whiskey club. Yeah. Remember, we were in that for a hot minute. Yeah. That was fun. That I was st- worth it. Yeah. I still pull a lot of knowledge from wine and whiskey and bring it into the coffee space. Um, think- Stax is doing well. I think the whole the whole coffee community around here seems to be doing well. Everybody seems to be on the up and up right now. Yeah. Or at least that's how it looks. That's how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Just like given kind of where we are in the economy, kind of like with the C word and with everything else. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. It's there's like some hesitant. What is it? It's um, like this isn't the right phrase, like hesitant optimism. Yeah. Cautious optimism. Yeah. We don't want to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, ultimately, I feel like we're all kind of at least 
in our community. So our microcosm, it feels like everybody's kind of getting to the point where like if you're vaccinated and you're getting your booster and you're doing everything that you can, you're kind of like, I've done everything I can. And if a mask is required of me, I'm going to wear it. Yep. Other than that, I'm going to have faith in the fact that like I've lowered my risk and I'm, I'm doing the right thing and I'm just going to move forward with my life now because I can't put it on hold any longer. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's strange. We've got a, a mask mandate or a mask mandate. We have a vaccine mandate at my work, which is a big hot topic because my my work community tends to be a little bit more on the conservative or um, or kind of like moderate side. Yeah. And they're like a a non um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, there is a somewhat significant number of people who are deciding to leave the company rather than go get a vaccine, which means they're so voluntarily quitting their job, yeah. having to re-interview, look around, spoof up the resume, find something that, you know, and there are jobs everywhere. So like, thank God for that, that these people will probably find a job and that's great. Yeah. Um, maybe it's the right move for them. You know, maybe it trying is to find a place that matches up with their values. I mean, we talk about that a lot in the coffee yeah. space, you know, mm -hmm. like, of course we're talking about different values. Like for us, it's, you know, like valuing where you're sourcing and being green and things like that. And for the people that you're talking about more specifically, it's, they value, uh, not being required to get a vaccine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you could call it personal freedoms, I guess it's, you know, I, whether or not we agree with it, you know, everybody, I guess, is entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. Um, are they making things harder for the rest of us? Yes, yeah. but I guess it's their, I, I've always said that as Americans, we're gifted with the freedom to make dumbass choices and yeah. have minimal consequences. In some cases, that's a luxury. Yeah, yeah, that's dumbass a first personal world choices. Dumbass personal choices. That you is go a first out, world luxury. You walk out of in public naked, you're gonna get arrested. But yeah. if, yeah, I mean, if you don't wear a if you don't wear a helmet when you fucking snowboard and you mm -hmm. hit your head on a block of ice and die, that's that's not on me. It's well, yeah, your personal choice. To go back to something that we were talking about, I actually was talking about that this week with uh, Jason and Dalton because we were talking like one of the things that comes up is diet. You know, oh, yeah. we're in the gym. We're trying to be healthy. Like we're not training for the Olympics or anything. So there's nothing like we're not lifting 500 pounds. I mean, mm -hmm. actually, we are like pressing a lot of weight, but <laughs> close um, to that, if not that <laughs> more. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like we're not like we're, we're talking about diet. And I was like, well, you know, the information's already there. Like we know that heart disease is one of the number one killers of Americans. Like I especially one of, men. One of the things directly linked to heart disease as as a a causation is a higher consumption of meat and fat. And not only that, lower grade meat and fat um, mm. stuff like that cold like, cuts and shit. No, well, cold cuts, burgers, things like that. Like red meat is just not like the optimal food for your body. Yeah, it's not. It might taste good. It might be good. I'm not saying anything other than it's not optimal, right? right? Do we have to optimize everything that we No, Obviously, do we have to clarify that every time we have this conversation? Also, no. But one thing that I've pointed out to them, and this kind of like leans into other a lot of areas of American culture is like, yeah, cool. People are still like making bad choices when it comes to eating too much meat. But like that just means that I on a on a personal and kind of like 
self-satisfied level, I'm like, well, that also means that I have better pickings in my produce section because people aren't competing with me. Like they aren't trying to get there before me to get, yeah, to get like the good squash that just came in or like they don't know that it's like going to be grapefruit season or like, you know, so Mm -hmm. like I'm going in and I get like the good pickings and, you know, every now and then I'll catch someone who's got like their basket full of veggies and we kind of like, you know, you give each other that not that knowing nod of like, like uh, you're like, yeah, I know these blueberries are the best they're going to be like, you know, like, yeah, you know, too. All right, cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, man. And that's the same thing with like, like you're, you're talking about personal freedoms and you have the tr- choice to do that. Like you have the information's here. Like we've already gone through the information. Boom. We're in part of a developing ongoing technology slash information revolution. Yeah. Uh, the more information that comes out there. And of course, yeah, misinformation, but we're not using that as a qualifier right now. Like, the more information that's out there on an academic level, yes. uh, the more opportunity you have to make better choices and the more opportunity you have to stick with the choices that you're making. Yeah. Because it's there. And and I, I, should, I should qualify that with personal choices um, do involve personal consequences. Yeah. And so your, your personal choice to eat more veggies could mm-hmm. mean that the consequence is that you get to live longer and you have a healthier, like yeah. cardiovascular system. Yeah. Um, and my personal goal. Yeah, of goal. course. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and my, so in the same, in the same route, you know, not just like, not just talking about vaccines and things like that that make us want to puke because we've been talking about it for so long is my personal choice to, uh, not to, to not prioritize meditation, exercise, and mm-hmm. diet is kind of affecting my my health, my mental Your and physical life. health. Yes. So I'm kind of just even right now having an aha moment with it. Like maybe part of maybe part of the grind is like part of getting better is putting in the work and feeling optimistic about like the fact that that work will bear fruit. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting takeaway from me. I think another thing that can help people is uh, at least if the the advice that I've offered to people is, you know, like stop making or not. To, that's not advice. That's like a command. Uh, <laughs> you you have the opportunity to also stop letting hard choices be defeating choices. Like you get to choose how you interact with the choices that you make. Yes. And a lot of hard choices that we have to make when we know that it's the right thing for us just because it's not the fun thing or like, you know, the good thing in the moment, like the, like eating better and meditating and finding that time, you know, like, um, those decisions are, um, I'm losing my train of thought on this. No, it's okay. Uh, Like you, you have the opportunity to make those choices. Oh yeah, yeah. And sometimes people associate a negative emotion with them and they train themselves to have a negative, uh, feeling about the good choices that they're making. Mm -hmm. Like instead of looking at not drinking, like, okay. Yeah. Perfect example. And I can use this from a personal standpoint. Um, instead of using not drinking as the I'm making a positive decision for me tomorrow morning, they look at not drinking as I'm abstaining from a social activity and that's a bad thing. Mm. So the way that we view the decisions that we make and the framework that we put around the choices that we're making on a day to day, on a week to week, on a month to month, you know, like Mm. on whatever spectrum you want to put it on, um, the way that we frame them is, I would actually say more important 
than the decisions themselves. The decisions are still important, but the framework that you put around them is more important. Context is everything. It Context is. is key. Yeah, like like you can look at you can create a healthier diet for yourself and you can look at it as like a prison, right? Mm, or yeah. you can create a healthier diet for yourself and you can look at it as uh, freedom from pain later, you know, like, <laughs> well, and either way, that's actually the, the prison analogy is really, really, uh, insightful because you are in complete control of all the decisions that you make, your diet, your exercise, and in ultimately how you feel, yeah. it's all kind of based on, uh, pers- your, your own personal perception of control. So yeah. as somebody who, you know, eats mostly plant-based, you're not, you're not a, a prisoner to veganism. You can no. decide, and you do sometimes decide to have a little bit of meat yeah. when the when the context or when the, the the situation arises, and you make the decision to go. Yeah, you know what? That it's maybe it's easier for me to just have meat because there's nothing better, or I'm gonna enjoy it because you know once in a while is okay, yeah. and it's uh you know maybe it's lean meat, maybe it's chicken or yeah. whatever. Again, it's like context uh, and control are like two two things that we sometimes lose track of. And I often, I think recently have been feeling like a victim of my own kind of like personal circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like feeling like I don't have control over the way that I feel because I'm, you know, struggling with my mental health a little bit maybe, but Mm -hmm. as a response to that struggle, instead of like being proactive about things, I basically baby myself and make bad decisions about my health or my sleep or my Mm. diet or exercise and just say, I need to rest or I need to just pig out or whatever. And then I just feel like worse. Yeah. Self-awareness is probably the biggest thing that will help you build like confidence in yourself because being self-aware forces you to make harder decisions, you know? So like, like I feel like everybody could be asked the question, no matter who you are, what what is the what is the unhealthy choice you make for yourself most often? Like, what is the pattern that you create? And this is a it's actually a thing that I talk with Dalton and Jason about a lot at the gym mm-hmm. because we all have patterns. And you know, the other night, like they're they're biker dudes. You know, they they were telling some story about some guy who wanted to like fight Dalton. I go, where did that happen? Where where, where were you guys? Were you at like the library or something? Is that <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> they, they look at me. I'm like, oh, you were at a bar because that's where that happens, right? Oh, that's that's where that's more likely shit. to happen. You guys went to a bar and some guy wanted to fight you. Oh yeah yeah. People were drinking, right? Or, what were they drinking? Kool Aid? Oh no, they were, oh they were drunk. Oh who who would have figured yeah. the likelihood of that went up? You know like. <laughs> And I'm, I'm like cheeky and, you know, a little bit uh, facetious about it. But ultimately what I'm commenting on and what we end up talking about is like, you know, you make the diso- you make a lot of the decisions in your life. You have agency and they bring you to a place and the narrative that you construct around the agency that you give yourself is important, mm. you know. Wow. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize this was necessarily going to be, you know, my my second therapy session of the week. But I think I, I didn't realize it. that either. But I'm glad we're here. Yeah, um, me too. I still do therapy. Yeah, do you? Which has been good. Yeah. On a, on any sort of scheduled basis, no. or is it sort of like when you think you need it, or? Uh, I think I don't think it's when I think I need it. I think every now and then, if I have even an inkling that I need it, I will set it up. Okay. Um, and that's a rule that I've set for myself to make it more healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I'm thinking about it, chances are I have something I need to say, and I shouldn't overthink it. 
like because I know it's a positive decision and I know that that's mm. a, an investment like not an investment I shouldn't use a monetary term for that but like I know that that's a positive decision that I'm making for myself and my future self mm. you know so like well yeah. it's not always monetary well right? it's the same everything's thing. resources well and I approach AA the same way yeah like I'm not a very active AA person um, but I'm sober yeah still very successfully sober right. and I'm very vocal about it so I'm, I the the second A doesn't apply to me at all right like, no you know like when I'm there it does you know <laughs> but like in my daily life I am not an alcoholic who is anonymous about it you're more um, like an alcoholic celebrity <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'm I'm a recovering person right mm-hmm. um, I was actually valid here here's something crazy to talk about. I was validated in that this week um, again like on a family basis, uh, my I have a relative who actually, uh, from consuming alcohol, got wet brain. Oh no! Which is like you're debilitated. For, you're done. For. Is that like you're, alcoholic dementia, or is that different? It's worse. Uh, your brain basically stops functioning good at all. Like you lose a lot of agent. What what we're talking about? You lose your agency as a person That's like terrible. yeah to the disease of alcoholism because you've debilitated your and really like you know that's another hot topic for a lot of people is alcoholism a disease uh, i feel like uh the path the pathology of the behavior of an alcoholic leads them to a place where you eventually are debilitated or die yeah um and uh from a, a, rel- mul- a relative of mine i just got the call this week and like it was kind of random i was like on my way i was starting my day i'm like getting things going. I got the call and they're like, uh, so she has wet brain, but she also where she is, she, they think she has pneumonia and we're getting ready for that to be done. Like, like, Oh, she old she enough does, that pneumonia is probably going to kill her. Yeah. Well, and not only that, when you have wet brain, your body doesn't fight disease as well oh, too. Shit. Um, yeah. So I've got that and I've got like my grandfather who every other time I see him is telling me a story about alcoholism and mm-hmm. how it affected him when he was younger. And I'm watching him slowly like go down that path that an aging addict goes through. And yeah, it's like, I just like, looking at that i'm like wow did i make the right choice to stop when i did i mean ultimately i, mean, I think the answer is yes yeah. right <laughs> it seems like it no seems i'm not a, i'm not asking that i'm saying wow did i oh, you know, oh like, yeah. did i <laughs> um so that's been really interesting uh yeah crazy man yeah let's pivot quickly um yeah. quickly please qu- let's quickly, quickly pivot. <laughs> I want to pivot to uh, kind of what our plans are for this podcast. We got some cool guests coming in the next couple of weeks. We've been chatting with some interesting people. We do. We got Natalie Carr coming up again. Um, we're chatting with her about that. We're setting that up. Uh, we got uh, Johnny Booth. I just ran into those guys the other day. Good hardcore band friends of ours. Uh, yeah, they're great. Yep. Um, I actually did a coffee tasting with them, which was a lot of fun. That's uh, really cool. I kind of invited myself to that. So you had to. <laughs> I did. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> but I love got the your text. band, bro. Yeah. Uh, we yeah the co- It was mainly us talking about coffee, uh, metal music, and specifically between the bear to me. So great morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, we've got them coming up. Uh, you, I, I really like I'm waiting to hear back, but I I reached out to another podcast because I want to bring uh, there's a documentarian and a linguist who uh, and and an author. The, and these these ladies have a podcast called Sounds Like a Cult, and I've been obsessively listening to it because Whoa. it's really cool. Um, they break down. I'm actually going to get uh, I think it's a, a I think 
Amanda Montel wrote the book, um, but they have a book, uh, or she has a book um, about Americans and cult culture, uh, which is really interesting. So I want to read that because I like the psychological aspect of that. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I reached out to them this week and I want to see if they we can get them on because mm-hmm. that'd be cool. I'd like to talk to them and like kind of pick their brain, like what got you into this? And like um, they've, they just, I was listening to it on the way here. Uh, they were talking about Lula Rowe, the, the MLM. So they talk about, because MLMs are cults, basically. Uh, define MLM again. Uh, multi-level marketing. There pyramid is, okay. scheme. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Pyramid scheme, but not a pyramid scheme. You know, like, oh, like not crypto, a pyramid scheme, right? but a pyramid scheme. Like crypto. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're just locked <laughs> into that MLM, Matt. <laughs> um, JK. Uh, <laughs> and then we've also got, uh, I've been talking to Zach Rossi again. Yep. Zach Rossi was one of our earliest guests. Um, yeah. He's a touring musician and like sound guy right Mm -hmm. uh he worked on luke bryan's tour for a while uh he's also he's just an incredibly talented guitarist himself yep um and he's back and he wants to come back on the podcast and chit chat with us i think he just really enjoyed it and wants to come back and we want him back so Mm -hmm. we're trying to figure that out i i honestly i would i would do a podcast like in the middle of the week if we could make it work yeah because i know that a lot of our weekends are now starting to get booked with i could do that should i think after work like 6 7 p.m yeah all right, we'll talk about it. I'm down to do that whenever. Like, I honestly, I like the the uh, semi laissez faire approach that we have to uh, podcast structure. Um, yeah, me too. I know that consistency is key, but we're consistently putting them out. So, like, I'm confident that like that's consistent enough. Yeah, just you because know? the the scheduled dates are inconsistent and or our format is inconsistent yeah. doesn't mean that we're not being consistent. This isn't a network, and it's not a TV show. No. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's fine. Okay. I want to get um you know who let's uh, okay. Here's here's a cool little little bit. Let's riff this a bit. Okay. Um who do you want to bring on this podcast? I've got one. It popped in my head so quick. So quick. There's a guy Gary named, Vaynerchuk. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just God. <laughs> I would love to talk to Gary V. <laughs> All right. I listen to enough Gary V though that I feel like it, well, I I feel inspired enough. You'd ask him questions him. that you know the answers to kind of, <laughs> kind of yeah, yeah you already yeah, answered yeah. this in episode nine of um there's there's this guy who lives in the city new york city okay uh his name is craig adams with a okay. k okay and he is a youtuber How do you spell adams with a k no no craig no, <laughs> keep going craig adams uh he is a he's a youtuber and um he started his YouTube career kind of like talking about minimalism and things like that. But one of the things okay. he really, really likes to do is he loves to hike. And okay. he does solo hikes all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he films them as he does them. He just... So, I mean, he's been everywhere all over the world hiking in Nepal in... Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Um, uh, all over the United States as well. He did like uh, the the um, the Grand Canyon, the um, the Ridge something ridge it's Whoa. like you, you you hike all around the ridge of the grand canyon it's like a two not gonna hike. pretend i know what it is but yeah. i'm trying to picture it and it seems beautiful it's definitely beautiful point <laughs> being he's a really uh, incredible filmmaker and uh he's just you know cool he's just really fucking cool and i've i've like cold e- emailed him before yeah. to see like if he's down so you're saying he's like Odie matthews but cooler there's no cooler just- <laughs> than Odie you matthews passed the test. you passed the test yeah. all right all right <laughs> Odie's totally gonna hate text me this week. 
No, what's cool about Craig's videos is they're <laughs> silent hiking videos. So like it'll be like a nine to 15 minute video awesome. of him hiking. And, and yeah. I can't imagine what it's like doing doing these tracks where they're just they're massive hikes. They're beautiful. Yeah. And the whole time you're looking around all this camera equipment mm -hmm. and you're like you're like setting a frame yeah. and then like walking by the camera Whoa. and then turning around and coming back and getting the camera and packing it up and then walking again so you're like basically uh, hiking would, twice kind of yeah yeah at least so anyways uh he's he's really cool he cool. seems really down to earth and yeah. i've always wanted to have him on on the podcast nice so that's a goal one i mean i don't yeah. know how i'd link up with him other okay and get him i like that yeah what's a more attainable one do you have an answer for that <sighs> um Come back to me. Okay. Do you have one in, on the top of your head? I got a few. Go. All right. Uh, I want to bring on uh, Bryce and Nicole Snyder. Yes. Who, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They just, I'm, I don't want to like blow their good news. I, so I'm just going to summarize it. But uh, their, their missions trips that they do where they go and like build hospitals <laughs> and like do, you know, charity work uh, in places that aren't as luxurious and privileged as we are. Um, just became a nonprofit, and I want to talk to them about that. Damn, yeah, which is dope. That's like, so, that's so cool. good. Yeah, 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 and and they're just amazing people in general. Anyway, you know, Bryce has recently taken on. Uh, he's taken on um, rock climbing this past year, and he's like me, you know. Mm. So he's just now he's just like a rock climbing freak. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's obsessed. just amazing at it. Yeah, real quick because he just like he was like I'm going to do it five times a week and now he's good. Um, awesome. And Nicole's amazing too. She's just like an awesome business mind and like boss lady. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I see her, I'm like, wow, just impressive. <laughs> She's just impressive. Uh, and then, you know, they got great kids and they, they do a good job with everything that they do in life. They give it a hundred. So they're great people to bring on. I want to bring on Strange Grayson, the Instagram guy. Uh, he does like all the um, does a lot of functional training. You were asking me about him. Remember, he's got like oh, the beard and the ponytail. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he is like local. in our backyard. Oh, he lives I've, like off of Grand Avenue. I'm pretty sure. I've never met him, but the dude is in great shape. Uh, he oh, obviously understands a lot about like physiology. Mm -hmm. um, he did a video where he was using, he was moving in the lateral plane um, and lifting weight from a bent position, which I can only imagine is just like straight oblique strength Ooh. and like hip flexors and just lifted this weight up to, and I was just like, that's it. I'm sold. Like you're, you know, something other people obviously don't. And if don't you're not, training. if you're not well conditioned, you can hurt yourself doing stuff like that. A hundred percent. So he's, yeah. yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. I just started letting Jay and Dalton do some kettlebells, like just started because I'm, much like him, my approach is like, we have to build a base. Like you have to have a base or you can't do these yeah. things. Speaking of building a base, I think I picked up and moved around a box yesterday and hurt my back. So that's where I'm at. Just like, just like tweaked it a little bit. Just like a little oh, no. sore. Yeah. Just like a little sore oh, in my damn, lower back. Man. Yeah. I also want to bring on Jim Bruchak, another guy. He's in our backyard. I haven't, we haven't brought him on yet. Um, he is a uh, Native American storyteller. Okay. Very cool. A wildlife and wilderness expert. Mm. And a black belt in multiple forms of martial arts. People are crazy. Cool man. people, man. Not not the bad crazy, the good crazy. Yeah. People are fucking impressive. Yeah. Oh, and I want to bring on uh, Will Severin and uh, um, Mary Jane Henson. Mm -hmm. uh, they uh, wrote the play that I was just in this past month. That's so cool. So, yeah. Um, I got one, though. It's sort of yours, but you just forgot it. 
you wanted you you have already been DMing with the guy that wrote and choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, Vienna Pitts. Vienna Pitts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I want to get him on. Oh yeah, he said as soon as like he's done promoting that the way that he's been promoting it. And choice has got to be coming up to an end now. It's right? done. It's done. It's done. I you was like, oh, well, you is it gone? It. Gone. Yeah, his- gone. He deleted. No, no, it's there. Well, it's no, there I mean, I, that would have no, been he's an advertising it. it as the comic now, so that people can go on and read it by scrolling the Instagram, which That's is super so dope. Cool. Yeah, I want to bring I I want to bring uh, Vienna Pitts on and Odie at the same time, so we can talk about fixing it in pre. Because <laughs> that's a, that's where that came from. Fix it in I, pre. Like that's that's how we knew about that comic was because i saw fix it in pre and i was like i don't care who this is i'm following this account it's amazing that's great like <laughs> it's a, it's a motto man F- okay fix it in pre get my l- philosophy brain did this it bre- went break oh it my down God, for people fixing it in pre is something that you should so fix it in pre is a reference to henry cavill's mustache in the justice league because he was superman but he also had a mustache for a thing and like so like i think i don't know the whole mythos behind it but i think there was editing of a mustache that had to happen which in hollywood is like hours and hours and hours of work to digitally edit out a thing that a guy could shave off in two minutes so fixing it in pre is saying shave your mustache don't make someone go through and digitally edit your mustache out and i think like that applies to so many things like fix it in pre is actually a really good motto because like when it comes to like fitness fix it in pre like don't hurt your back do preventative maintenance strengthen yourself build a base you know like well uh, and, and even in what we do here a lot of times like we laugh about like if you if you make a mistake or whatever oh it's fine i can just fix it in post everybody in the music yeah. and uh, anybody in Have the a audio plan when you industry, roll into your podcast exactly <laughs> if you start mumbling and you don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're saying no big deal i'll just fix it in post yeah. and the whole of the audio industry is going fix it in pre yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure and like that's a big thing like look at all the people who make the bad requests for like uh editing on their photos online have you ever seen those oh yeah people are like can you edit out the train in the background and make me look more cool and like i love the graphic designers that then go through and just like mock it like yeah they're like oh more cool i'm gonna put you in an ice cube (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. that i'm like i'm like all right that's dope those people deserve that yeah (laughs) yeah 100 fix it and pre man Fix it just put put in the effort it really is what fix it in pre means put in put in the little bit of effort to get rid of the all the work you have to do later mm. it's like a better version of work smarter <laughs> not harder yeah well yeah <laughs> sometimes you got to work hard to work smart but That's that true. happens too yeah what's in your mug so. this week uh catalaya again yes crew, crew. Catalaya. catalaya kept remarkably fresh by the fellow products yes. <laughs> that are in your cabinet yeah that fellow yep. atmos yep interestingly oh, atmos is nice the, my uh, this isn't a knock on the fellow atmos but i do notice that uh so w- with the fellow atmos it is a it is a container that has a, a feature where you can basically vacuum the air out by twisting the top mm-hmm. and it has a little indicator mm-hmm. that that depresses and you know the the ring around it when you depress is green to tell you you have sucked out enough air essentially mm-hmm. and it's at a good vacuum mm-hmm. level what's interesting is as the coffee continues to degas uh internal pressure expands meaning that your 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 vacuum is no longer such uh that you're keeping it fresh or maybe maybe it's still fresh i don't know but basically that that indicator um uh, 
uncompresses again. So like if I let the coffee sit in the Atmos in vacuum state, when I go to pull it out a few days or a week later, it's you can just pull the top right off instead yeah. of having to yeah. let the air out. Just interesting. It or is. I guess let the air back in rather. Yeah. Um but it's a good it's a good piece. Two more people I want to bring on the podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh um the owner of Arthur's I, whose name I can't but I, I'm like is it, either I think it's Allie. Is it Arthur? I might be misremembering it. It's no, not it's not. There's no Arthur. Um, no. Uh and then Annie Berdar from um Bear Blinds. Local um, health food shop. Another one that kind of came through my head was uh, Haley Stevens from Saratoga oh, Teen Honey. Yeah. I'd love to just pick her brain. I mean, she's definitely got a lot to pick. Yeah. She is a very intellectual person. Yeah. A lot of experience, mm-hmm. a lot of lived experience. We could do tea that week. Oh, that would be cool. What's in our Everybody mug? You know tea. it's tea. Yeah. It's got to be tea. Yeah. I would drink coffee anyway i'll just drink a tea like co- no i'm kidding oh yeah she would have dope tea oh yeah 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 she'd she have like a second flush darjeeling for you or something oh, you know stop it yeah yeah before coffee. coffee i was a tea guy <laughs> coffee drinkers who don't drink tea are like second flush darjeeling yeah what that's is, right what yeah. is i that? just went there <laughs> second flush gross um yeah no that's good i yeah i've always looked up to her and yeah. uh you know even when i worked for her i i yeah, I'd she's the type of person who fixes it in pre. She oh, puts in the work, big man. time. Yeah, big time fixing pre. Yeah, you can admire that. Uh, what's your jam this week? You got nothing in your mug. Yeah, you I got don't even have mug. a mug in front of you. Yeah, I <laughs> because of my you know because of the state of my mental health, I have been abstaining from caffeine, and I I do miss it. Yeah. Uh, but it's been really good for me. I did have a good coffee yesterday. I actually had the um, Touchy Hamasho yesterday. So good. Uh, and it's I just crazy. had some this morning before I came here. It's, <laughs> it's crazy how a couple of weeks without caffeine, and you know, I have a little tidbit yeah. here or there, but a couple of weeks without caffeine, you have a cup of coffee. Woo! That oh, shit yeah. was ha- that. That shit hit me like a ton of bricks. I was yeah. up. I was doing stuff. Yeah. Around the house, and that's fine. It's funny when I'm home, I feel calm and calm because you know you're home. Mm-hmm. You're safe at home. But um, I think I'm coming up to like another caffeine reset. It's almost time. It's about that time. Yeah. Yeah. How many cups a day are you having, probably? Like two. That's good. on average. Yeah. yeah. There I mean, yesterday I had like four, but it's because I'm I'm tasting, I'm being polite, I'm not like and I'm enjoying the taste, so I'm drinking. Yeah. It, I'm not just spitting it back out. And then um and then I I had made one when I make coffee in the morning, I make one for me, one for brandy. And yep. then I went down and did the tasting, and then I got a cup on my way back up. So that was like a lot. Yeah. Right? Um, but most days two. Okay. Like this is my second. That's it. Mm-hmm. No more. That's it for the day. Water the rest of the day. Yeah. Maybe some juice. Some juice. Probably not. But Probably not. Maybe. A lot of sugar. Yeah. Lot of sugar. <laughs> too much sugar and juice. I like getting the tart cherry juice, like the the all organic, and then I just I dump it like a little bit in a glass, and then fill up the rest with water. Yeah. Now it's yeah. just like a flavored water. Yeah. It's like a one to ten ratio. Yeah. Yeah, but I love it. It's just like cherry water. Uh-huh. And I, yeah. Less sugar. Good stuff. What's your jam? Oof. Um, oof. I have so many jams this week. So much good music came out. I know. Uh, I've been listening to... Oh, uh, well, I can't not recognize Taylor Swift's uh, remake of Red that just dropped. 
Mm-hmm. So do you know about how Taylor's mm-hmm. going back through? So, no. so there is. I'll give you like. Is the, she re-recording, or all is she just re-releasing? Re-recording. Okay. From scratch. Wow. Because what happened was She's got a better voice now. Oh, for sure, and better production. There's more money yeah. involved. What happened was, um, I, I say that as someone who's never known <laughs> the notoriety. <laughs> like, what, what, what an egocentric, better voice, egotistical now. thing. Yeah, yeah, she's got a better voice. Like, <laughs> that's well, my two cents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Well, Taylor. she's just older, <laughs> and you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, dumb. No. so her <laughs> and Kenzie would do a better job explaining what's going on. But her old, uh, her old label. Her record label was bought by a guy named Scooter Braun, I believe. Okay. And she, when she went Already to- Already sounds like bad news. Yeah, it just doesn't sound like a good guy. Guy I, named Scooter? Yeah. <laughs> so he comes in and she, when she goes to leave that, that label at whatever point, she wants to take her IP with her. Yeah. And- because of however contracts were signed, he could he did not let her take her IP with her. Therefore, put the kibosh. Therefore, all the sales of all of her everything, all of her music left her with I think you know either minimal royalties or something like that, that and and you know uh, use uh, like free usage of her music and things like that had to go through. So so she said fuck you, and she went and re-recorded all her. She's been doing this now for a few years, re-releasing with fresh records and you know new verses and new twists on things. Oh, all cool. of her old records, and they're just called. The name of the record, and in parentheses, Taylor's version. Because legally, you can do that. Yeah. Because she already wrote it anyway. Yeah. So the only person who could like complain about that would be her. Yeah. Wow. Smart. Mm-hmm. And moves, you know what? Girl. And you know. Good moves. You know the Swifties, they love that shit. Oh, yeah. The Swifties are down for that. You know, they cover that on Sounds Like a Cult. The Swifties? The, no, the cult of celebrity fame. Oh, like, it's people there. People worshiping the Swifties <laughs> and the Kardashians. Yeah, like, yeah. like all those, like they talk about them and specifically how people, and it's not so much that they're cult leaders, it's more that people follow them in a cult way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. Swifties love That's it. That's cool. So you've been jamming red. Been jamming red. All, there's a song called All Too Well that okay. uh, she, interestingly, when she wrote it, it was like over 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And her record label said, you can't release a 10 minute long song. Like you're a pop what? singer. So they had made her cut it to like four and a half, five minutes, which is even long for a pop song. How so, dare they? So she released All Too Well, the 10 minute version. <gasps> I'm going to listen to it. It's pretty dope. I'm going to listen to it. It's a feels. It's I'm going to listen uh, to uh, it. A, a feels song. All right. I just like good music, so I'm I'm down to good listen music. to this new Taylor's version stuff. I wasn't a big Taylor. I never have been. T Swift. The only T-Swift reason that, that I'm even uh, I, that I even have my ear to the ground on T Swift is Fife Wife. Fife Wife. She's all over it. Um, otherwise, I've been kind of I've been trying to listen to just more fun music. A lot of rap. You know, I was listening to like the J, J. Cole, Cole record. Uh, interestingly, I had to stop listening to the um dissect season for mac miller because it's so fucking depressing yeah and i'm like, i'm, I'm oh, gonna wait till i'm in a really great place to they'll listen get to that. you in the feels dissect oh, will get you dissect time. i i've cried at the end of uh dissect uh dissect season one made me cry uh on the kendrick lamar song um how much a dollar cost oh um 
I cried at the end of the Beyonce lemonade season. I cried. I cried hard. Damn. I was like, yeah, I was in my feels over that because they the way that they present the information and the light that they shine on the artists and like the piece of art is so much that like I feel like if you have any bit of empathy, like you you at least feel it. And like for me, I I'm comfortable saying I cry. Fuck that. So I cried <laughs> during that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I cried at the end of uh, oh, they did damn. By Kendrick Lamar, yeah, and like that's a beautiful like the ending to that season made me cry. Yeah, um, yeah, man, yeah, dissect will make you cry. Big feels. So I'm, it's good stuff. Cole yeah. Kushner does a great job. He does a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah I'm just waiting for a, a better a better mindset, better time to talk about a guy who ended up you know overdosing. Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> that's so cool. sad. But the music, yeah, yeah music situation is real. Yeah, music situation is real good though. Good. I, there's so much good music out there. Oh my god. And, podcasts have been loving podcasts as well Mm -hmm. uh there's a great there's a great podcast that everybody should listen to um that uh tim ferris just did with these two guys i'm gonna get i'm gonna forget their names one guy's name is david the other guy's name is naval and they talk about uh the metaverse and web3 and all that whoa and that is web3 and that's a great kind of uh perspective shift they do some introductory stuff so it's like it's a good way for you to have an idea of what the forefront of tech and innovation is doing in that in that space because it's big and people coming fast people think it's all just a bunch of like a bunch of me's out there trading jpegs but there's like some really cool tech and really cool innovation happening yeah that's that's what's up with me what about you Damn, man um a little more simple yeah yeah a lot of good releases in the past couple of weeks though. tell me um amine released 2.5 <sighs> so good so good i'm, I'm putting it love on it list. that's what i'm yep. listening to on my way to work tomorrow so good uh one of the main executive producers on the album all-time favorite of mine Lido. Lido, yeah Lido's the one of the executive producers i actually i you know it's great Lido has a calling card but it's not anyone saying anything it's four notes yes and it played at the beginning of the second track on the album and I went, what? Like, and I, like, <laughs> like, because I'm such a fan of him, like I perked up and was like, and immediately I'm like, wait, did he? And then I looked it up and of course, like, you know, there's articles about it and like he executive produced the the record alongside a few other people that's and like dope. him and Amine working together. It's just, to me, it cements like a new wave of hip hop that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, there's, there's a culture shift in hip hop that's happening where like, well, there's a lot of it's kind of R and B too, but like Coltrane, uh, Tokyo, Amine, like all those guys are really kind of making their mark right now, mm. uh, which I think is dope. And then, um, uh, Aesop rock dropped yep. an album out of nowhere, like gar- called garbology. And he's got this awesome track. He does this on every album. He has like a track that's like under two minutes or whatever it is. And, and the know, whole two minutes long. is fire it's just killer. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And he's like the, he, he's got this line and he says, he says nothing like a young punk realizing what his counterpoint ain't. And I'm like, Oh, like he Damn. just he hits with good. And then he says, like, at the end, he's like, he says, I don't use shortcuts. I don't use pace cards. Cut through a graveyard just to cut through another graveyard just to cut through another graveyard. And I'm just like, God damn, dude. He's got, Oh, and the, the song, it's called All the Smartest People. Mm-hmm. And it starts out with uh, the other day. My neighbor caught me casing my own house. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's some Aesop rock shit right there. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've been really digging that. That's been really good. And then Amine and I don't, I don't know if there's any, I mean, Natalie Carr just released her stripped version of oh, that's um, awesome. Sad Little Rant. 
which is yeah. super dope. Yeah, we love. That's a great song. Love that shit. I'm so fucking excited for her. Yep. Uh, Ren, Izanagi, and I were chatting about the new Coheed and Cambria song because they're obviously gearing up for a record. Oh, and then God damn it, Friday Silk Sonic dropped their album. Who's I don't even know about Anderson Pac, Bruno Mars. Oh, whole album. Whole album, baby. Also, smoking out the windows like the jam. Have <laughs> you heard that yeah, song? Yeah, yeah. You that is smoke the, out the jam, yeah. man. That song is like, oh, just beautiful. The harmonies in that and the way that they structure their melodies is so good because they're both great singer songwriters. Mm. Bruno Mars is an amazing producer in his own right. I think a lot of people don't know that he is a producer. No, they're like, music. oh, that guy just sings really, you know, really right? fancy. Well, here's the great. They both play drums. They both play keys. They both have written songs for like Hollywood movies. No shit. Yeah, they're both super good. And they grew up on Motown Soul. So the whole album's just like a Mo Motown Soul love song. They've even got like Bootsy Collins in a song. They got Thundercat on one. Oh, it's amazing. It's love great. Thundercat. Thundercat's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Love that shit. <sighs> I always feel better when we talk about music. Well, I always feel better when we do these podcasts. Me too. You know, I walk yeah. away feeling just like super stoked. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I want to eat some veggies and go for a nice long <laughs> walk. <laughs> My yeah. posture's been pretty decent for yeah. this whole episode. Yeah, I keep yeah, catching yeah. myself going, oh, sit back. It's because I'm, I'm here. I'm sitting up correctly, making yeah. other people do it while I do it. Sitting up correctly, eating a lot of veggies, and <laughs> you know, listening to good music. That's what's up, man. That's why we keep you around. That's what's up. Thanks. Not eating chips, just watching chips. Just watching <laughs> chips. 